In a world where the it thing is always changing, sometimes you need a tour guide or two to help you find your way to pop culture's paradise. If you find yourself reminiscing or in need of a good recommendation, these two have you covered. And now, here's your hosts, Joey and Jeff. Hey, welcome back to episode two of Pop Culture Paradise. I'm Jeff. And I'm Joe. And today, we got a few things on tap. But unfortunately, at the end of last episode, when it was supposed to be Garfield versus Peanuts, uh, that might be a little delayed. I blame Jeff, honestly. How could those incompetent morons not even do the Peanuts versus Garfield? They promised, and they're already breaking promises by the second episode? Yeah, Joe got sick, and I, uh, I won't make an excuse. I got kind of lazy, got tied up with work. Uh, so kind of a failed challenge, but we're going to make it up to you here soon for sure. I promise! So, what we did do is get nice, a nice intro, and on top of that, I actually got a professional mic, and Jeff got to explain to me the difference between dynamic and uh, what's the other one there? The condenser. Condenser. Yeah, condenser is primarily used to record, like, music, you know? And a dynamic, they're just true broadcasting microphones. Like this one right here. Well, that's good. It makes it seem a little professional here. That's pretty. Let's solid. not get it. Let's not get. <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. Jeff did say he got lazy, but to be fair, he did get to do something pretty awesome this week. You got to meet somebody very cool, kind of. I shouldn't say he's cool, but secretly, I, I, we're all boy band fans. So who'd you meet? Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Randomly, I get a text from my boss. And this was like super, this was like 10, 11 o'clock at night. He's like, hey, can you come in and shoot a interview for me tomorrow? Lo and behold, I walk in and it's AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Nice. Now, would you say AJ's your favorite Backstreet Boy? Or is it now, now am I kind of just throwing you under the bus? Uh, I think, well, he's certainly the only one I've ever met. I don't know that I necessarily have a favorite in that group. That might, that might disappoint some people. But yeah. But I will say this about him. Super well-spoken, super nice guy. He was, like, absolutely just seasoned at what he was doing. And you could tell that he's been doing this radio promo stuff for a long time. He was actually at the station in Nashville because he's working on a country record, believe it or not, called Night Visions. I was not picturing the Backstreet Boys to do country music. Well, that's the thing. It's not the Backstreet Boys. It's just him. Okay. Now, yep. I wanted you to ask if he, how he felt about the McDonald's or Burger King Backstreet Boy toys. Because I'm pretty sure I either have Howie or an AJ figure. You could have got that sign do. for me. Backstreet Project Cyber Crusaders. You can get one in every Burger King Kids meal you buy. Told you we should have snuck up. Case rules. I I could have, but uh, you know, I got a picture before he jet. He said, uh, "Look, you know, I gotta catch a plane back to Vegas because I got a show with the boys tonight." And uh, for some oh. reason, I just thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah. That's pretty sweet to just be like, "Yeah, I'm with yeah. the boys." Now, do you think like yep. do you think and, like if you met like Joey McIntyre? He'd be like, listen, I got to hang out on the block tonight. I hope he would. That would be pretty sweet. Now, I like talking about Joey McIntyre because I'm not as big a fan as the guy who did our intro, uh, Steele. He, 
He loved Joey McIntyre, right? No, no. You love Joey McIntyre. So at my last, okay, so at my last radio job back home in Portland, Maine, we had this random giant promo poster of Joey Mac, and Joe would not leave me alone about it. He's like, hey, can you ask if I can have that? Can you ask, like, right now if I can have that? And finally... (laughs) I convinced Rob Steele to give that to you. So, and you probably still have that today. I do have it. Well, think, oh my God. think about it. Where else are you going to find a gigantic, like this thing was huge, Joey McIntyre's signed album cover. You're not. <laughs> and like, it's so stupid. Like, I don't want it just because I'm a fanboy. I want it because it's so stupid. And they just have it sitting in their prop closet. Out of all the stuff that was hanging at the queue, is that any more stupid than some of the things they thought were still valuable 15, 16 years later to have hanging up on the walls? Yeah, I don't know. But it was in the back of a closet somewhere, just like laying on the floor. Stay the same as a jam, and I love you came too late. That's that's underrated. Like, that could be on a now three CD. Or a never CD. <laughs> time i am totally punching joe mac no why why are you so mean well you're more of a jordan knight guy yeah that guy that guy well all right what was that what was that song he had that i liked it was a uh, give it to you yeah that was a good jam i like that one a lot now what would you say is your favorite all-time backstreet boy song ah uh, geez probably everybody i think would be my all-time Oh, yeah. Well, you're still spinning that at clubs, right? That gets a reaction? Oh, yeah, always. Like, you know, you can be spinning, you know, a bunch of, you know, current hits and people are vibing, having an awesome time. But all of a sudden, when you, you know, shift gears and toss it back, it seems like everybody, no matter what color, race, size, it doesn't matter. They they know every single word to that song. And it's one of those real timeless songs, which... I don't feel like there's a lot of those kind of records anymore. You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, it seems... When I look at the Billboard chart, I'm just like, none of this stuff seems like it would stick around to me. It just yeah. seems... Like, it seems more disposable. And I don't know if it's just, like, my taste changing, which that probably plays a big role in it. But they're not catchy. Uh, and I gotta give it credit, uh... Post Malone, like Better Now, is catchy because it has classic pop elements to it. Yeah, you were telling me that Better Now sounds like it was like written for a boy band. It does. Like, and then you, the next day, you're like, oh yeah, you know what? I could hear the parts where the harmony comes in from the other members. And I was yep. thinking, like, that could be a Boys to Men song or like a uh, 98 Degrees. <laughs> Style. Yeah. Or even I'd that, buy it. Dude, if if Nick Lachey is just like, all right, today we are covering Post Malone. <laughs> and then, I don't know, and, Drew, Lache, Drew Lachey walks out with Post Malone tats. In what world is this happening? Because I want to know what world you're living in right now. <laughs> uh, the world where people still care if Drew Lachey shows up anywhere. You know what? Have you ever actually seen Post Malone get interviewed? 
Yeah, I've watched a few of his interviews. I, it seems like people like to attack him. I don't know why, because he seems like a super chill dude. You know, that was kind of the impression I was getting, because I was watching it, and I'm like, all right, I kind of want to punch him for, like, that stoner effect and, like, the I don't really care, yeah. and I'm not really trying. And then I'm like, no, you know what? That's kind of endearing for him, because it seems, like, genuine. Like, he's almost yeah, he's happy honest. for success, as opposed to the yeah. other codeine rappers that are like, ugh. You're trying too hard, buddy. What do you think about his his new one? Uh, it's going to be on the Spider-Man film. It's called uh, Sunflower. Have Have you heard that one yet? I saw like 30 seconds of it. Let Let me pull it up here. See how I feel about Sunflower. It's good, man. We're uh, We're spinning that song every day on the air. I've talked it up a bunch, and the more I like hear it, the more I'm like, I need to hear more of it, kind of thing. What is a Sway Lee? Sway Lee is uh, he he like went solo. He was part of some uh, he was part of some duo, race murdered or something like that. Race murdered? Just, I think I don't exactly know how to say it because I'm not with the in crowd anymore. But it was like eardrummers pronounced backwards. Let's hear Sunflower. Like that makes any more sense. <laughs> Does it have anything to do with like Spider-Man? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I've listened. I've like listened for it. But it's just a it's just a cool jam. I mean, cool in, in the sense that I can enjoy it. It's certainly not timeless. Like I'm, I'm not going to spin this in a club 10, 10 years from now and people are going to lose their minds. I really pray that I'm not still spinning in clubs in 10 years. <laughs> But you know what I'm what I'm trying to say. It's hey, like, hey, you fellow kids, you remember this hit from your childhood when you went to go see Spider Man into the Spider Verse? Do you remember Post Malone? <laughs> Here's what Post Malone looks like now. <laughs> Post Malone's gone country to try to get another hit in ten years. Oh my, dude, that seems to be the move with music. That's crazy. AJ going country. You know what? I got I got no problem with that. It's all right. I'm gonna have to have you like listen to that record and give me your honest thoughts about it because I haven't even listened to it. Oh, did he actually give you a copy of it? Yeah, he sent it to my PD. All right. Well, here's what I think of the best Backstreet Boys song. You know what I'm always super into, and if it comes on my iPod, the call. You know what? That actually is a really good one. Yeah, I really. What I like about that one is all the like. All the like pieces of being on the phone, and it's the like it's all like distorted, and the I can't hear you, I gotta go. Like I don't know, there's something about it. And, like the song gives you like a sense of like urgency. It's cool. Yeah, and there's like a lot of different like vocal tricks that they do in that, and then like the last part of the song really ramps up. Yeah. And like you're like you can actually feel the like intensity of the fact that he's totally screwing up right now. Yeah. Now, would you go on a Backstreet Boy cruise? Because my sister's friends they travel everywhere to go stock the Backstreet Boys on all these cruises. Is that draw? Is that too much? Yeah, that's that's too far for me. Like, I, I don't even think I'd go see him in Vegas. 
you know? And I'm, I'm not trying to demean anything that they've accomplished. Like, what are the best boy bands of all time? Like, you can't really even debate that. Not the best, but though. We all know who the best one is. Together. But yes, it's, one actually, of those yes. things, <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it sucks to meet people that you look up to, or maybe not that you look up to, but that you have some sort of like high perception of because often it can ruin the aura. You know what I mean? And to see these guys past their prime doing shows like this, which is awesome. Like they are just have God given talent. They're performers and they'll be performers forever, but I'd love to see the best version of the Backstreet Boys rather than, a Vegas or cruise version, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, like, did you see uh, what when they performed at the VMAs, like, the tweets after, and people were making fun of them, and it's just like, oh, I, yeah, like, that kind of stings, and they're probably half right, because they probably were going to half speed, I didn't actually see the performance, Yeah, but it's like, dude, these guys probably have more talent than almost most of that people going up on stage, like, they sang and choreographed, and that's like, yeah. That's so tough because you forget things and you almost have to do it by muscle memory. Yeah, and that's a lost thing, man. Like, and music videos used to be worth a shit. Yeah. Yes. You know what's the worst type of music video? The ones with just a plain white backdrop. Oh, my. What's the point? Why even have one at that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why even do that? Yeah, like, almost at that point, like, I'll just do a lyric video or something because. Yeah. Except for Diddy. Diddy always made it look kind of cool. My kind of thing with music videos is if you can't like watch it and right off the jump immediately understand what the story is visually, not because of what the song suggests, then the video's whack. What would you say is an example of just a terrible music video? Oh gosh, you could just take any of the like Okay, perfect example. If you ever heard I really pray that you haven't, but have you ever heard Fifi by Six Nine? No. Probably one of the worst records, in my opinion, of all time. But then again, I just sound like a grumpy old hip-hop head that doesn't appreciate whatever. Yeah. You probably you probably want the, the, the videos where Joe Budden is parodying The, the Ring, I think, is, in, is him yeah. in Pump It Up. He's doing The Ring. Or, or even Joe Budden in the record he did with uh, Christina Milian. You knew exactly what the video was about. Like, you could tell right off the jump with Fifi... I don't. I have no idea. He's in some sort of like school hallway. There's a random tiger <laughs> on on a chain, and then I think Nicki Minaj shows up. So yeah, regular day, I suppose. Yeah. There's no story to it. It's just like, oh, I'm gonna flex and I'm gonna sip codeine and I'm. It's like I'm gonna do drugs because drugs are cool. They're not. And it's, you're a friggin' loser. There's no hope with dope. And it's funny, like. uh you had never heard the song Out of My Mind by B.O.B. and Nicki Minaj until I gave you my five-star playlist. And that yeah, music and video so is weird. awesome. Yeah, because I I mean, I loved B.O.B. for a long time. Like, some of his joints, like, still go hard in the club. My name is Bob, and I approve this message. Uh, but yeah, that one was like, I was like, dude, how did I never know about this one? And that song just goes so hard. I've never watched the video, but I'll definitely take your word for that. Oh, it's cool, because it's like him just straight jacket tied up to like an uh, like a one of those straight jacket chairs there and Nicki Minaj is his nurse trying to like calm him down and he's nice. like spazzing out while he's rapping 
and she's that's cool. She's kind of like a Harley Quinn type nurse. So nice. like, yeah. And you know, I don't care. This might be kind of a, like a bold statement, but Nikki is still fire. Like she's still putting out awesome stuff. Not as great as the kind of like EDM pop stuff she was doing, but she's still putting out like good stuff. I think with her, I think people would probably respect her more if she had like a better quality control. Yeah. Where like, I bet she could take four songs, condense it down into one and would be all hot bars. And like, I think she spreads it out too thin. I just miss like starships pound the alarm, check it out, you know, Anaconda, like all those, you can still play those anytime. And they're just still, I mean, there's one word that's associated with all of those and it's just fun. Like those are fun records to play, fun songs to listen to. What's the one with the Freddy Krueger line? Hey, the thirteenth and guess who's playing Jason? Oh, and that's my chick, my chick bad. It's nightmare on Elm Street and guess who's playing Freddy? Uh, ludicrous. Yeah, that one always goes hard, too. All right, so now I sent you over, speaking of the Backstreet Boys, oh, something that went viral called the Slash Street Boys. Okay. And it's a parody of I Want It That Way. Oh, my God. What is this? <laughs> I don't know, but it's high production value. <laughs> there's there's uh, Jason. That's my all-time. All right, so the girl had a Marry Me Freddy. Like, does she know what Freddy's been up to? Um, probably not the glove you want to wear to play the guitar. Jason, much better voice than I had anticipated. Yeah, I was. You know what the nice thing is, though? His lip syncing. <laughs> he's, he's excellent. Oh, my God, dude. What? Now, which scream killer do you think that is? Do you think it's the first one with uh, Sydney's boyfriend? It's got to be. <laughs> That's creepy sounding. Did you hear that? Yes. It makes me want to go back and watch the scream films. Those are so good. Yes. Which is your favorite <laughs> scream? I think the first one. You know what? I think the first one is probably the best one, but I always have a soft spot for two, and I think three gets slept on way too hard. Yeah. All right, Michael, <laughs> where you at? Let's let's hear it. Oh, there he <laughs> is. Isn't that bad writing when you have to introduce who you are? Yeah. I think he did that essentially for the rhyme. That was the only reason. Oh, that's true. These guys actually put some time and effort into this. Like, it's funny. Like, it's written cool. Yeah. But you can tell that they actually put some time into it so you can even, like, appreciate it more. Who's this by? The Merkins. Isn't that, like, fake pubic hair? A Merkin? <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea, dude. I think that's what it is when you film a movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that Leatherface? I didn't know he was in this one. I didn't realize he was so country. Alright, so Freddy is clearly the bad boy of the group. Yeah, um... I'm gonna say maybe Leatherface is like AJ and... What? Jason's probably the pretty boy? <laughs> 
Well, you know the together rule. You need your old. Who's the? You need your older brother type. Your Dewey-eyed yeah. star one. The star. The dying one. Though technically they're all dying. Ah. They got moves. No, this is this is pretty good. I know. I mean, I I think it should probably have ended right here after this hook. You know what the problem is? I'm kind of expecting they probably should have killed somebody. Yeah, it should have turned into some sort of, like, just murder mayhem. <laughs> yes. Though it could still, but if it doesn't, it's... It feels like a wasted oh, opportunity. Oh, God. I don't ever want to watch <laughs> Freddy hump a guitar, ever. I like to think that they kept all these signs for just, like, keepsakes. Oh, they absolutely did. Like, you know what I still have on my wall from the Funeral of Vince McMahon Part 2? I have what? I have the investigation board that Chaz and Richard Joe put together where it's the McMahon family and it's yeah. Vince, Linda, Shane, Stephanie, and Mike McMahon. That's <laughs> the awesome. old Detroit oh, Lions. There we go. Nobody died. And boom, there it is. In collaboration with Taco Truck. I'm sold. Yeah, that was that was kinda good, man. They did like they yeah, they totally I don't know, that was cool. I'm gonna give them a thumbs up there. Yeah. They deserve I mean, it. I don't I don't know if it's something or I would listen to or watch over and over again, but I think the way a lot of content now is consumed is just like that. It's released on right you know, right around that like Halloween time where, you know, those are the most searched things and it's kinda of funny. So it's kind of like a novelty kind of deal, but they did an awesome job on it for sure. Hopefully it brought a lot of traction to their channel. Now, did you see, I know you actually shocked me recently because you said uh, you were talking about media that hadn't been found. And we actually cut it out of the first episode, but you talked about an Alicia Silverstone movie that had to be edited that you needed me to find because it got ah, lost. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what was the movie called again? It's called The Crush. And why did they now, have to cut it? How much they're paying you to watch me? Just running the guest house. All right, so here's the thing. You're going to think I'm a total pervert for liking this movie. I really like you, Darren. I really like you, too. No, I, I mean, as a friend. That's a big difference. But when I was a kid, Alicia Silverstone was like the sexiest girl on the planet. I would so, say that you are, you're so on point, like, yeah. Her, Kimberly, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Amy Jo Johnson from Power Rangers. Yeah. Like, those, some of those ones were right up there. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart. With jazzy jewelry and new jazzy accessories. But now watching that back when you're 32 years old <laughs> and she plays like a 15-year-old girl that has a, has a crush on this like 26-year-old man. It's kind of creepy, but with that said, the movie is just so well done. The part that had to get cut is because the film is based on a true story, right? So, uh, what was what was the girl's actual name? I think it was Adrian, but they had to they had to overdub the name to like Darian, uh huh, because of you know the guy that wrote the film. This actually happened to him. So the girl's family went after him once the film was released. So you can only find like the original cut without the dubs on VHS. Now, I didn't update you since we last spoke. Okay, cause because I did find it for you. You did, you did find it, but I also found a copy of it on DVD with the dubs. 
So now I watch that and I'm kind of curious to go back and watch the, the rip that you gave me and just see if it real like people on, people on, on, on the, on the internet made it out to seem worse than it is. Like it's obvious. Yeah. But it's not super terrible. On the it's site that like, I looked up to find it, like the main example was like some crochet stitching or something where the name got changed. Yeah. And I was like, that's not too bad. I mean, yeah. I'm not a big fan and, of things getting re-edited, but. And like, here's the thing. If you didn't know that going into the movie, you'd ha you probably wouldn't notice it really. Right. So, I don't know. I just always thought it was really, really cool. I also picked up one of hers called The Babysitter. Okay. Which I know sounds like a porn you probably once watched. I mean... I, I mean... <laughs> the only person I think the babysitter needs to be protected from is you. I, I mean, those titles between the, this one yeah. and then the babysitter, it's like, what was Alicia Silverstone doing at the time? And she's also in that Aerosmith music video where she plays like an underage kind of prostitute thing, too. Yeah, she was she was edgy, man. She was like, she was gnarly, dude. I liked it. What was Cher Horowitz up to? I don't know. I mean, how how are you not in love with her? Some sort of disco dancing, Oscar Mayer, Wiener, Streisand, ticket holder, friend of Dorothy? Oh, that's still one of the best lines ever. Well, speaking of that, the reason I brought up Lost Media is last week, the original music video for the Jazzy Jeff Fresh Prince Nightmare on Elm Street was found and posted online. Now, do you know... How does something like that get lost? So here's why it went missing is because at the time, Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff weren't big stars. So they, and you and I have done this before, they made this without permission and then went to the people like, hey, we made this for you. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> and yep. they didn't, and the Fat Boys had the rights to do Nightmare on Elm Street rap music. So they had already put out their version of Nightmare on My Street and New Line was like, nope, not having it. Where you got to destroy every copy of this. So it only got aired wow. a select full handful of times. So basically, it was probably in the hands of like Will Smith or Jazzy Jeff, but only them because they'd get sued if they distributed it. Yeah. So somebody put up a tape copy of it this week. Well, first they found promo stills from the guy who did the photography. And the great thing is, is I'm going to have you watch the video. It's like an old school fresh prince music video so it's really funny and really good and it would have been a classic if it ever really got played when did the when did this song come out all right i'm looking right here it's august 2nd 1988 okay how does something go missing for that long well if the if the people who made it can't distribute it and then it only got hand, it aired a handful of times unless you had the vhs playing it's gone because i doubt will smith or jazzy jeff is going to get sued putting this out yeah that's crazy like to me the the wild part about that is that it took so long in like the day of the internet and everything is just you know instantly at your fingertips that it took so long for something like that to come out dude i love the look of the old vhs glitch and all that yeah well it like i said it's so crazy that this was found because like, this could have been gone forever. And that would have been a tragedy. When you watch the video, it's so like the old school videos. Like, the, it reminds me so much. And I think it was by the same set designer. It's like your parents don't understand video. Yeah. 
so What happened to Jeff, man? What happened to Jeff? <laughs> I'm your DJ now, Princey. I like that the doctor looks like Doc Brown. Now, this is the type of thing you like as a DJ, right? That long intro. Yeah, yeah, because you can up. mix it in, yeah. <laughs> Three, two. There it is. Ah, oh, no. All right, hold on. <laughs> You know what's always great about Fresh Prince? With his overreactions. Will Smith is truly one of a kind. You want to talk like about, like, the personification of charisma. Will Smith. Oh, there's Bootleg Freddy. <gasps> you know, I always liked that, like, all his raps had stories going on in them. It was always story time. I love that. And then it randomly, since it's an old tape, randomly cut to family, uh, uh, family ties? Growing, no, growing pains. Growing pains? <laughs> I was like, dude, what the hell's happening here? So, all right, so the, st so the story here is somebody recorded this on, like, M MTV Jams or something. Uh, yeah. And, like, if you can see, they have, like, have these weird horror movie clips because they didn't have the nightmare rights too. So that was probably gotcha. why they would have put clips from Nightmare Part Four or something in. Ah. But you can tell, like, even with this bad quality, this would have been a classic video at the time. Oh, uh, dude, absolutely! Like, it's already so good. Yeah, like it's so weird. Like, there was a budget in this between this fake Freddy Krueger Fresh Prince. Yeah. And, like, that set, even, it had to take some time. Or, like, the melting clock there. Yeah. Now, what do you think of him as a rapper? Do you, where would you put him? Would you say he's overrated, underrated, properly rated? I think Will Smith, for his time, is is one of the best ever. You know, it's weird, too, because they give him a lot of crap, but I've listened to so much rap from that time period, and he's really good. Like, yeah. everything rhymes, everything's on beat, it's not painfully awful, and it's like, on his albums, he had songs like where he's like a detective, and like there's a lot of creative themes. He's the only one who's ever rapped over having a rash on his butt. Yeah. Plus, I had a rash on my butt. And being in court for a traffic incident. Will Smith is one of my, like, biggest inspirations ever, so I might be biased, but, man, like, there's nobody better. And, you know, he's the be He's like literally the best at what he did. Now, do you think if they got the license to Freddy that they would have redone this part? Or the makeup for the weird, fresh prince... Freddy monster is what they would have stuck with. Uh, that's a tough question. I'm not sure. I mean, you would think that they would probably, you know, I don't know, because you don't want to reshoot the video, but you think if, if, <laughs> if like the, you know, movie company was going to get behind it, they probably would so they could have their actual on-screen character in the music video. 
Now, I really like the lighting in this, too. I love Blue that the, the doors that are spinning around. Threw the covers up over my head and said... Now, why would he think that was, like, a perfectly good way to get rid of Freddy Krueger? I'm just gonna hide under the covers. He's real, so he's not gonna stab me through the blanket? Dude, I, like, literally, up until my, like, mid-twenties, I couldn't watch those, those, those films. Well, it's funny, you always ask me what I was afraid of. I, you asked me recently about scary wrestlers. And yeah. I always said the only three things, media-wise, scared me when I was younger... And it was an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark where they play hide-and-go-seek in a graveyard. Yep. There was something before a shotgun Saturday night. It was like an anthology series. And there was like ghosts on a train. And then Nightmare on Elm Street always was unsettling to me. Yeah. And Unsolved Mysteries. Join me for the next fascinating edition of Unsolved Mysteries. Just him in general. You know what always kind of got me? You remember on Goosebumps, like that first episode with the green haunted mask? Right, that kind of like the mask? That thing was creepy. Oh, Jeff's dead. I'm your DJ now, Princey. Now, as a Jeff, did you always relate to Jazzy Jeff being a guy who wanted to also do DJing? Well, that's the thing. I always liked... I didn't know that I wanted to be a DJ until like... 2012 so like i always grew up even though my name's jeff and everyone used to always call me jazzy jeff i like i was always the rhymer you know right the mc it wasn't until later in my life that i started being a, a dj now look look at right here it's not part of <laughs> not embodied in the soundtrack or anything. wow <laughs> It basically said, please let us use your copyright. Please no. don't sue us, right? <laughs> Look at now, that. Just, That's crazy. It almost feels like a haunted video, too. No, like, that was like, super, super good, dude. I know. And to think it got buried for all those years. Like, you wonder what else has been buried out there. So, what, that, like, so tell me, what was the story? Like, how did, how did the song end up coming out? Like, how, how did I know of the song? So the song already went to, like, an album, and I guess it was just the visual image that wasn't allowed. Okay, gotcha. So they and were I'm, able to use the name and everything. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up, but before 1989 or 90, sampling was a lot looser until Bismarck yeah. went overboard and they sued the crap out of him. <laughs> and then all of a sudden sampling got... Well, you know who's way way crazy with the samples like two live crew of, all right two live crew like legit just stole <laughs> yeah they, they didn't like take a little of this take a little of that it's like why don't we just take this whole record and just <laughs> create something else over it it was like you know what this van halen riff is awesome and it's famous so let's just use the entire song. <laughs> Uncle Luke. Yeah, dude, that video would have been timeless for sure. Like, people would still be watching that today. I, I really hope that somewhere there's, like, a full, you know, well, like, quality I think, edit. I think with something like that is, like, once it's out there, then everybody starts getting on the case of these companies. And then, like, they suddenly, like, oh, shoot, let's backtrack. Now we're not so worried about our copyright and... 
it's yeah. it's Will Smith. We didn't know it 20, 30 years oh, ago that it was Will Smith. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we, uh, uh, you know what? Uh, maybe in our archives we have the video. Uh, uh, Freddy, uh, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freddy, Freddy just goes in their office. You show my video with, <laughs> with Will Smith. He's hip. I'm your executive now, Princey. But, well, because they had that thing with uh, Weird Al where he went to that Lady Gaga parody for Perform This Way. And then he, he's like, well, they, Lady Gaga said it was all right. He put it out. And then he, she backtracked and said she never saw it to deny it. And she didn't deny it. But when it was already out there, she had a about phase. And was like, no, no, no. I wanted to do my song. So That's so I, obnoxious. So on that note, did you see the news that LeBron James has a production company where he makes movies? Because he's in L.A. now. Space Jam 2? There is Space Jam 2. That's going to happen. And you know what? Did you have you seen the news about the Disney app for their new uh, streaming service? Well, I know that Disney already has or is currently pulling all their stuff off Netflix for their own streaming platform. Is that what you're talking about here? Yeah, and I know okay. I'm kind of excited because I want to see like if they put up old Disney afternoon shows, like high quality rips. And I saw some of the shows that they also have in production. You know there's going to be a reboot to the Mighty Ducks? Like the films or the cartoons? Like the films. What? Yeah, and then there's going to be like a TV series based on the Parent Trap movies. Like they they just went nuts. And are like anything that they have the license to, they're making series of for the streaming service. Well, you, you might as well, I guess, right? I don't know how well the Mighty Ducks nowadays would do. I mean, I love the Mighty Ducks, so... You know what? I think I think it could be cool. You know, it just would be different and not as good. <laughs> I, well, you know what? Maybe if they did it like, have you seen Cobra Kai? With the, uh, no. the YouTube series with the spinoff from Karate Kid. I haven't watched any of that, no. It's awesome. It's really good. It good. And the thing is, is that it doesn't like reboot it to the point where it's like, new Daniel, new Johnny. It just says, here's Johnny. Here's Daniel, present day, continue the story, which I dig. So I kind of would think if they did Mighty Ducks, they should almost do it that way. Like Gordon Bombay's old, or uh, what's his face, the wiener kid. He's 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 older, and maybe he, Charlie. Yeah, and, and the, 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 the Bash bros are in jail, but they're about to get out so they can help coach the team. The, <laughs> the Bash brothers beat up people. After yeah. coming home from the club because they pick on the Mighty Ducks. And that's the only team they got. That's all they got, man. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, LeBron James is also going to redo and pick back up Friday the 13th. What do you What do you mean by this? I don't understand. What does LeBron James have to do with Friday it's, the 13th? It's, it's his production company, and his production company wants to reboot Friday the 13th. So I think but they have the license to it. Wasn't that just done recently, right? Yeah, what did you think of that remake? I thought I thought they were cool. Yeah, see, I I thought it was okay. I thought it hit all the beats correctly, but I thought it was exactly. too. I thought it was too shiny. I thought it was too professional. And the thing I yeah. liked about the old Jason movies is they always felt like they were shot on a VHS camera, and like all the acting was kind of corny. But it was 
relatable. Yeah, but the, that's the thing with that is you're never gonna get that again. So it's like an unfair comparison almost because it's like the the whole like rose colored shades kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, when I watch something like that, I kind of just go into it with an open mind, you know, wanting to enjoy it. And then you do. And then it, you know, it kind of is what it is or was what it was, you know? Yeah. See, I think the thing too is it was too clean. I didn't notice like, it was almost like technically it hit all the beats correctly. But I'm like, the thing about old Friday the 13th movies, there was always some weird scenes that this didn't fit in the movie or felt yeah. like a whole other movie was happening. And that's what like this new one had didn't have. It was just sort of like, here's a teenager, teenager dead. Here's Jason and the girl swimming. And we all know Jason kills the girl swimming. And it's like, yeah, he does. But hold but... on, hold on. There was plenty of boobs and I like boobs. Stupendous. <laughs> boobs. All right. That's true. They did get that part correct. Is LeBron James, is who is he going to play Black Jason? That would be amazing. What are we, I, what are we doing here, <laughs> Joe? we got to get out of this town. I, oh, and then who's he going to, like, kill? Like, you get other sports stars in this movie? Like, Charles Barkley? That's terrible. You can't just kill people. That's terrible. That or could like, be kind of funny. Or, like, <laughs> or like... De he, they find Deion Sanders in the wood, and he's trying to, like, run away, but he gets turf toe in the middle of running in the woods. Mm. Oh, God! Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, God. for him, turf toe was, like, a deadly injury, so... Yeah. Mm. Well, this is interesting. I'm I'm really curious. Obviously, LeBron isn't going to be an actor in the movie. This is just, like, a, you know, an investment of his. But I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see, you know, what they're going to ultimately choose to, you know, who's going to direct, who's going to write. I'm kind of, I don't know, like, this is this is kind of cool. So it's going to go all the way back to where the first episode was his mother that was the killer then. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like people always skip over what, that. What do you think? I feel like people, like, they're like, oh, Friday the 13th. I love Friday the 13th. Then they watch the first one, and Jason like, doesn't get Jason? to the hockey, and he doesn't get the hockey mask till the third one. So then they always have yeah, this thing, like, thing. Then they're always kind of like, what? I always remember him having a hockey mask. Yeah, I know. You're not. And to me, like, I want to be like, he gets in the third one. You're not a real fan. But most people, yeah. most people just like, I want to be scared. And I know that this is a popular horror movie. And yeah, I, well, I think, the, die hard. I think the thing with that, too, is it's kind of like, that's what Jason is most remembered by. Like, uh, excuse me. That's what Friday the 13th is most remembered by is him. Machete hockey mask go you know just slicing off heads and doing it casually like it's a regular day for this guy like believe it or not jason x is one of my favorite in the like series and a lot of people hate that one but i just think it's super cool you know i agree i think jason x is super cool all right so i recently went to my dermatologist to get skin tag removed right i know mm -hmm. that's a lot of information but just little there's too a much point. but there's a there's a point i'm yeah yeah i'm getting to this so they she brought out that um cryo gun right mm -hmm. which is like the same stuff from jason x and i was like wow this is really cool and she's like yeah and i go this totally reminds me of that scene from jason x when she has a, like like a, a sink of this stuff and he shoves her head down into it and then lifts it up and smashes it off the counter <laughs> and she just like looks at me just terrified 
<laughs> and she's like, yeah, sounds like a good one. <laughs> and then she took off her surgical mask, and underneath it was a Jason mask, and then, you know, she slammed her head against the counter. Dude, is... I wish. And then she goes, see, your head won't explode. But that is probably the best uh, part of the movie. In fact, yeah, I have a clip so cool. of you rapping about it. Yeah, I bet. From the dead always rose, and you'll be killed when your head is cryogenically frozen. Now, here's a Jason movie that I don't think you've seen. This is what happens when I have a little bit too much free time and I go out randomly filming in the middle of the night during the summer. What you're oh, about geez. to watch here is the unreleased version where Jason meets Rambo. I want to get your reaction right. to this. Dude, those like Freddy and Jason figures that came out at that time of the movie were so cool. Yeah, and I remember we bought him for our barley hen no we didn't we got him for something yeah but i think we've got more than got our money Dude, the fire of them. that action movie essentials now it's a very important okay story so premise ram he's afraid i love the the lighting you did in this oh the blood on the glass dude he's breaking the lens <laughs> Okay, is Jason going to light him on fire? Maybe. Maybe not. What the hell? <laughs> okay, Rambo didn't have a chance, bro. No. Well, that's the thing with Jason. He doesn't play fair. That's what people need to learn about these movies. Like, he teleports. In that video game, though, if you don't know how to use him, he just sort of randomly teleports to nowhere. <laughs> Freddy versus Rambo. Place your bets. That's true. They've now just both been burned alive. Dude, that's screwed up that you made that. You're a sick, twisted individual, bro. That's true. I am. All right. Speaking of sick and twisted, I promised you last week because we didn't get to... We didn't get to Snoopy versus Garfield. Reason being, I watched part of the Peanut special and then I didn't find Garfield. And you had those gigs, and you got to meet a Backstreet Boy. So, next year, promise, it might happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we promise that we, we might do it. You know what? If you have a good idea, you can't burn it off. Hello, it's me, the Illuminati grandmother, introducing you to the top ten creepy action figures. Well, not including me. Or Dan Aykroyd over here. Seriously, you look like Dan Aykroyd. Maybe I do. Why do you sound like Shaq? What am I even trying to grab onto? All right, and number 10. <laughs> Can you tell me what bothers Why me about this guy? Why is that scary? It's going to be his, his eyeballs. Eye. It's his eyes. <laughs> like, that would be what would happen if a landed a line of cocaine before he went to go find these Agrabah treasures. Where did you where did you get this guy? Uh, I think we found him at a Goodwill. Probably. A haunted Goodwill. That's I don't know, he's kind of sweet, but yeah, that's kind of eerie. Like I I wouldn't put that on display anywhere. Well, when you were living at my house, remember when my Nana had all the dolls here? You said you'd always feel like a thousand eyes were looking at you. Could you imagine those eyes? <laughs> Be like, hi Jeff, what's up? Uh, 
right. All right, n number two, who the hell is this Moonface guy? That is Mac Tonight from the 80s, who was a McDonald's character. So he was like a McDonald's original. That's Mac Tonight. Yep. And he'd like, he'd sing show tune Broadway style and he'd sell you McDonald's. But look at him. I don't know how I feel about this guy. Uh, he kind of, I mean, the glasses like are cool. Yeah, the glasses are cool, but he looks like a cone head with a cone chin. Well, he has a moon. Good point. All I know is Poison Ivy is on point behind him. <laughs> That's Never mind, moving on. <laughs> the big boy. Bob's big boy. <laughs> no, the big boy. Dude, when I when I when I drove to Nashville with Dave, we stopped in Kentucky and I ate there for for like the the first time ever. It wasn't good. You know what else is not good? When we were coming back from that Cowboys uh, game, yeah. where, where uh, unfortunately we didn't get to see Tony Romo cuz he was injured, so we got to see Brock's Bollinger. We are entering Manhattan, you said? Right, Julian? Yep. Entering, Entering enemy territory. Entering enemy territory. Woo! We stopped at White Castle. And, and I slept cousin, in the car. Yep, and you're lucky, too, because my cousin and I went in there to do the Harold and Kumar slow motion eat the hamburger scene. And they're not. Yeah. 50 cent hamburgers are exactly what they sound like. Yeah, there's one like right up the street from my crib here. And I, I remember when my mom was here, she loves it there. I have no idea why. So I brought her there one day and I had it for like the first time ever. And I was like, this is this is just lousy. Yeah, it's like, it's like welfare burgers. <laughs> like I know, I know some of the popular thing is to like, for a non-Californian to attack In-N-Out Burger and say that they're not good. But it's like, even if you don't like it, you at least know that the quality is there. And also, I got to say, I loved it, so. Yo, you want to talk about a good burger, not the movie. <laughs> the movie is friggin' fantastic. But I went to, um, what was it? Shake Shack. Uh, in, I've heard great things about Shake in Shack. Green Hills, it's about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes from my crib. I went there this past Wednesday unbelievable like super super good and i was able to get a root beer float on the menu if you can have a burger with a root beer float i mean i was winning. like i was just in heaven i was like i'm gonna go home now i'm gonna take a about an hour and a half two hour nap because i got the itis super bad <laughs> but it was worth it man yeah that was that was a good burger but we're talking about toys here well we could also be talking about a movie which would lead us into our number eight all right, so was it no, Lex number, Luger no, down no, here on the no, bottom? Our number seven. Nope, it is Yano from Ghostbusters 2. So he's he's the guy that was in the painting. No, the guy next to him. He's the assistant to the guy in the painting. Vigo, oh. the master okay. of evil. Okay, now he's only the third creepiest person in this picture. Let me just break <laughs> this down for you here. Okay, you have Alice Cooper over here wrestling with Jake the Snake Snake. It that's okay, true. but we're going to leave him out of the <laughs> equation. We got Lex Luger down here on the right that appears to just be naked behind Tito Santana. So if that's not creepy, I don't know what is. Now, the nut, and then you got, 
your boy here in the tie who's number two, but the creepiest figure is this yellow <laughs> baby laying on top of this baseball. What is this? Is that from the film? The baby, yeah, that's Oscar. That's the baby who they kidnap in the film. What the hell do you have that for? Because Ghostbusters 2 is like my in my top five and sometimes all the way up to number two. Yeah, that's that's the best one. If everything you're doing is bad, I want you to know this. All right, so now number six. What the frig is this? So I bid on an eBay lot, which were a bunch of like McDonald's, Burger King toys, and I didn't look at every listing, so there were ones I wanted. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, this also came with Kazam toys. Now this one bothers me, because it's a ring toss game. Can you tell me why it bothers me? Hold on, let me figure this, this out here. All right, it looks like they're, they've just been sent to drown. <laughs> to me. Either that or they're... they're some weird kind of worshipping going on here. And we're, have, have Serious question, though. Were you able to beat the game? Uh, you know what? It actually worked pretty well. Wow. And no, I didn't even bother to play the game. And can you explain to me why Shaq doesn't have eyebrows or painted eyes? Yeah, or anything for that matter. <laughs> it's like the base outline of a Shaq figure, which is yeah. upsetting. You know, Kazam straight up gets slept on. I saw Kazam in theaters, and for years, the only thing I remembered was hamburgers raining unpackaged from the sky. What the hell <laughs> is this, this huge Mark Henry looking guy <laughs> With this evil face paint, and he's super, has like dust all over him. <laughs> That's number five. That's a spawn action figure. Oh my god, he has a happy face <laughs> pin on his suspenders. There's nothing happy about this gentleman. Could, yeah, well, now you know why he's on the list. He's terrifying. That's like the scariest one so far, hands down. Well, that's why he gets higher up on the list. All right, now number four Evil Knievel. Okay, I see him in the suit. Can you he... look at his face? It is unsettlingly smooth. It looks like a woman. <laughs> it does. Like it looks like evil Karen. <laughs> and can you like I find him more upsetting than the crang android body in the background. Or the, the Michael Myers right <laughs> next to Crane to Krang or the T two. That's freaking sweet. But yeah, I find his face just way too smooth and like he's got lipstick on. Hansel is so hot right now. <laughs> All right, number four. This is Goslin. It was a toy that came when you ordered uh, cereal from the Darkwing Duck series. You know what she's doing? And this is why it bothers me so much. This is the original dab. Yeah, she's dabbing and I hate her. The original dab. Yep. And also, I don't know why I got to like, I should have cleaned before I took this picture. She has cobwebs on her. Yeah, she does. But she's is dabbing, that, so. Is that Alvin? That is Alvin. And his nice. paint's wearing off, and he almost made the list. All right, so here is Kermit the Frog throwing Miss Piggy to her death. Look at his eyes. His eyes are creepier than a booze. Zoom in on these right now. 
does that look like someone who's just like tweaked out and he's like had it and you could just imagine being like goodbye piggy no one's gonna find you or or she's like when pigs fly and he's like he's like yeah today they do like his eyeballs <laughs> look like the pizza planet logo oh yeah or um or the thing that chucky finster had on his shirt that like planet yeah i love chucky all right, now number one is 10 and 11. Just look at these turtles. Look at their eyes and tell me they don't look like they're about to do very bad things. All right, Leo's eyes are bugged <laughs> right out. So much so that they're like outside of his mask. Donatello looks like he just walked into his mom's room and she's getting pounded by three guys. <laughs> and, oh. he's just, and he's just trying to pretend that it's not happening. Gotta go to my happy place. Gotta go to my happy place with machines. Raph, <laughs> he he looks like he just found somebody that he can just kill easily. Mikey looks, looks like, like he's gotta get arrested for what he's thinking. Yeah, he's thinking evil thoughts, bro. Like, put the tongue back in, dude. Now, would you say that that Michelangelo, would you say he's scarier than the spawn figure? No, not even close. That guy, I'm gonna, like, think about when i go to bed <laughs> so you say spawn was criminally underrated on this list yeah i think he should have been top two or three so who would have been number one i'm thinking either him or that stupid baby in the yellow <laughs> clothes i don't trust that thing <laughs> he does like if you go back to the picture his eyes can... are looking up like yeah, they're, like, like rolling back he, in his head. Like, he knows he's screwed. Like, if I put the spawn guy behind him, yep. I could probably scar you for life. And just like that, that's it for episode two of Pop Culture Paradise. I've been your host, Jeff. And I've been Joe. And we've both been incredibly lazy to not have gotten to poor Garfield and poor Snoopy. <laughs> I know. I feel bad. But that's just small peanuts. Garfield would understand being lazy. <laughs> We'll catch you next time. All right. Peace.